Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. You look good. You just took your sunglasses off because you're like a superstar. Right, yeah. I mean, I don't want to be incognito the whole time. You should probably know who I am. I should know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get started. Um, as usual with the Disney Parks blog, they have a recipe for your leftovers. They are stuffing waffles. Yeah, it might be a couple uh, couple days too late because, you know, our leftovers are gone already. Uh, but they did post a recipe on Friday for leftover stuffed waffle uh, sandwich, I guess it is. Um, use, they have a cranberry sauce recipe and then uh, a waffle recipe that you make using four and a half cups of your leftover stuffing along with two eggs and heavy cream. All right. Uh, and you make your waffles, and then you put your turkey, mashed potatoes, and gravy in the waffles, and then coat it with uh, cranberry sauce. Okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So if you're interested in that, check out the Disney Parks blog. Okay. Um, the Disney Holiday Sing Along is coming up. Just another reminder. That's right. Today, November 30th at 8 p.m. on your local ABC station is the Disney uh, Holiday Sing Along. Uh, this one-hour event will be hosted by Ryan Seacrest, and we'll have a number of guests. Uh, unlike uh, Thanksgiving Eve's special, this will be uh, relatively new. Uh, everybody filming from home like they have on the past two Disney sing-along specials. So uh, it could be fun. And during the special, Disney will be raising awareness about the Feed the Love campaign um, to Feeding America Toys for Tots and One Simple Wish to Inspire Hope. So if you're interested in that, to see how you can give back to kids and families in need, you can go to Disney.com slash Feed the Love. All right. Um, so Friday was the start of the International Festival of the Holidays at Epcot. That's exciting. That's right. Now let me give you the full name. Okay. It was the start of the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays prevented, presented by Advent Health. Nice. Yes. Uh, and that extends uh, from last Friday through December 31st of 2020. It is, of course, a celebration of all things holiday, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, uh, Diwali. No, Diwali just passed. Uh, I don't know what other holidays we have during that period. Um, but, uh, you know, there's special stuff, uh, special merchandise, special uh, holiday kitchens, special cookies, uh, ornaments, apparel, stocking stuffers. You want it. Disney's they, got yeah. it. They don't have the different Santa Clauses, do they? Um, I don't know. In years past, they've done it. But, you know, the whole thing was Santa Claus used to have people gather around for stories. Right. And I don't know that they want people gathering around no. this year. So I know Santa Claus is involved in uh, one of the cavalcades, the character mm -hmm. cavalcades. Yeah. But I don't know that uh, they are doing the various versions in each country. Um, this year's holiday collection features Chippendale. Um, and they adorn uh, apparel, cookware, and more during this holiday season. Okie dokie. Yeah. Um, Disney has a holiday playlist that they have put together. That's right. It's a holiday playlist that includes songs from Olaf's Adventure, uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventure, uh, Ring the Season, When We Are Together. It also features music from Disney Parks, The Muppets, and groups like Disney's acapella group, De Capella. Uh, and if you go to the Disney Parks blog, there is a link. You can get the Disney Holiday Playlist on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, YouTube, Pandora, YouTube Music, iHeartRadio, Vivo, SoundCloud, and Deezer. Oh, boy. Which I have never heard of Deezer. Me either. I'm getting old. <laughs> or maybe just no one's ever heard of them. Maybe. 
Um, annual pass holders, some of them have the premier annual pass, and that wasn't much good to them for a while. Well, still, um, because Disneyland is not open. So they were promised um, refunds for, I believe, the difference between a regular AP and the premium AP. Um, premier AP. And finally, those refund checks are being sent out. Yeah. And their refund checks, they're not just going back onto credit cards because they are separate systems. And apparently Disney's accounting uh, cannot just refund that money. So paper checks are going out to people. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's the story. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um, Disney has released the theme parks. Theme park hours now through February 13th. Yep. And as we've seen before, uh, you know, this is just a generic list of hours. Uh, Magic Kingdom 9 to 6, Epcot 11 to 7, Disney's Hollywood Studios 10 to 7, and Animal Kingdom 9 to 5. I think they're always the same. And then as the date get cl- that's, gets closer, sometimes they modify them. Why? What an interesting lead-in that is. Uh, because Disney World has indeed extended the park hours for December, including New Year's Eve. Uh, So the Magic Kingdom on uh, December 6th, 11th through 13th, and 18th and 19th, the park will be open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. December 7th through the 10th and 14th through the 17th, the park will be open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. December 31st, the park will be open from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. That was originally scheduled 9 a.m. to 7. So you're getting a lot of extra hours on New Year's. Uh, the only Epcot change right now is on December 31st. The park will be open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Disney's Hollywood Studios, December 6th through the 19th. The park will be open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. December 31st, the park will be open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Animal Kingdom, December 4th through 6th, 11th through 13th, and 18th and 19th. The park will be open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. December 7th through 10th, 14th through 17th. The park will be open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And December 31st, the park will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. That's a 13-hour day at the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, but you're still done at 8 o'clock and it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you got to get to bed early. So you're going to be at the Magic Kingdom on the 8th. What are your hours going to be there? Oh, I just shut the story. Well, that was dumb. Um, I believe... I mean, heaven forbid Cheryl asks a question. I know. I believe it uh, is open until 8 p.m. now. It sounded like it was going to be later from what you just read. I'll let you look that up again. Okay. Okay. Um, the Disney Springs bus service um, has now had its hours extended. They are now going to be open an hour past the end of their closing. So some nights they close at 10 and some nights they close at 11. And so now you'll get an extra hour on top of that. That's right. Starting November 13th. Uh, the park hours, uh, I'm sorry, the Disney Springs hours will be extended through 11 p.m. nightly starting on weekends. Um, so that is in place through Christmas. And like Cheryl said, the buses will run until one hour after closing. All right. Did you find out about the Magic Kingdom on the 8th? I did not. Why not? I just told you to look it up. See, people, he does not listen to me. He's just like the kids. All right. Well, I was able to look it up. Uh, during a brief little pause we did here. And on December 8th, which is our Magic Kingdom day, the mm-hmm. park will be open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. That's what I thought. You you had said 8. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. So it's a 14-hour day. It's a long day. It is. All right. Is that all? Can I close that story now? I, I guess so. Okay. Um, where are we now? Disney has now filed a permit for construction on Tom Sawyer, Sawyer Island. That's right. Um... 
They've drained the rivers of America, which means there's no boats over to Tom Sawyer's Island. So that's a perfect time to do some construction work. Uh, so a permit was filed on the 25th, and it just lists general construction. So it's probably for basic repairs, nothing major. It's not like they're going to rip out, uh, you know, Tom Sawyer's Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the Wonderful World of Disney Holiday Special happened uh, over the weekend, and it featured a sneak peek at the Ratatouille Adventure. That's right. It was a informative look at the new ride coming to the France Pavilion. Um, it was interviews with Imagineers as well as footage from the Paris version of the ride. Um, Disney's still not committing to an opening date. They are now just stating that the ride is coming in 2021. All right. Um, in business news, Disney stock has recovered to their pre-COVID levels. Yeah, this is interesting news. Um, the stocks closed on Friday at $149.08, uh, which is pretty big. Last Thanksgiving, Disney stock was at $150.74. Uh, that was right after they had released Disney+. Plus. Um, at one point in mid-March, Disney stock fell down to $79.07 a share, which was less than half of its current value. Ah, we should have bought a ton of it. I know, right? So um, a good time for the, the you know, stock to, to peak. Um, December 10th is the investors meeting. So we should get an idea as to what's going on around the park, um, around the world with uh, Disney as a company, not only the parks, but the cruise line. You know, hopefully we'll get some more news as to when certain business segments will be returning. Um, and I believe the next story may have something to do with that. Okay. Um, the In Disney Cruise Line news, the Wonder has returned to Port Canaveral. Yes. Uh, the Wonder has returned to Port Canaveral after doing some time over in Europe. Uh, and following on its heels is the fantasy. So you now have two cruise ships coming back to Florida. Um, I'm hoping that the investors meeting on the 10th, they will have some indication as to where the cruise line is headed. We know that in order to get back on the seas, um, which the cruise lines can start sailing in America again, but they do have to conform to the 74 new rules related to COVID precautions. Uh, So hopefully... Uh, fingers crossed, this investors meeting gives some idea as to when Disney will start working towards that. Okay. Um, in Disney Plus news, uh, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman would have been 44, which day? Today. Oh, today. Yes. Um, and they have updated the beginning to the Black Panther movie to honor him. Yes, the normal Marvel Studios uh, logo reveal Uh, has been modified to include just uh, Chadwick Boseman and scenes from his appearances as King T'Challa, also known as the Black Panther in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's a a nice little tribute. And that's before every showing on Disney Plus, correct? Yes. And Bob Iger made that announcement uh, yesterday, says that Chadwick Boseman is a very important part of Disney history and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and filming is going to begin soon for Disney Plus's Hawkeye series. That's right, Hawkeye, uh, which is supposed to be where Jeremy Renner's uh, Hawkeye hands over the, uh, well, at least trains Kate Bishop, who is the next generation Hawkeye. Uh, and filming is supposed to start on their Disney Plus show this coming week. Uh, they will be filming in downtown Brooklyn, which is kind of exciting yeah, if you're neat. in the area. And if you watched The Mandalorian the other day, um, a Disney legend made an on-camera appearance. That's right. Wing Chow, 
Uh, you might not know him by name, but if you're like me and you watch a lot of these uh, Disney specials, uh, you might have seen him. He's a former Imagineer, and he was uh, the lead designer on the uh, Magic and the Wonder for the Disney Cruise Line and led design the design team again for the uh, Fantasy and the Dream. Uh, he also... Uh, in his almost 40-year career with Disney, which began in 1972, he was responsible for the 1984 expansion of Walt Disney World, including the resorts. He was integral in creating the City of Celebration, which was Disney's planned community, uh, very close to the Walt Disney World properties. And he also had a hand in creating the parks in Shanghai, Hong Kong, and Paris. So he is a longtime Imagineer. He did appear in this week's past uh, episode of The Mandalorian. He portrayed Governor Wing, who was the Asian gentleman who helped uh, the Mandalorian uh, save his uh, townspeople uh, and, and win back the town. And he was named a Disney legend at last year's D23 Expo. Nice. Yeah. Um, you have some news on what's coming in December for Disney Plus? That's right. Uh you know, we've got the final couple of episodes of The Mandalorian, which ends its second season on December 18th. But, you know, the Disney Channel's not just about The Mandalorian. So on December 4th, we have the uh, premiere of Mulan, which is available to all subscribers, not just those who paid for it via Premiere Access. The debut of the new Disney Channel original movie, Godmothered. Um, and we also have the debut of kind of a cult classic, Sky High, which is a Disney Channel, former Disney Channel superhero movie starring Kurt Russell and Kelly Preston. Um, and on December 11th, we have the debut of High School Musical, the musical, the holiday special. Um, some new episodes of The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, Disney Channel's Epic Holiday Showdown, Disney Holiday Magic Quest, and the Disney Plus debut of Ralph Breaks the Internet. On December 18th, we have the aforementioned uh, episode 8 of the second season of The Mandalorian. Uh, we have the debut of Disney's On Point, which is a multi-part series um, related to students dancing at the American Dance Company, American Dance Theater. Uh, but if you if you like dance and behind-the-scenes stuff, it is about uh, this ballet troupe. Uh, we also have the debut of the Disney, Disney Channel Holiday House Party, uh, something which looks interesting to me, the Disney Parks Sunrise series. Uh, and the debut of this year's Arendelle Castle Yule Log, which incorporates some components from Frozen 2. And then on December 25th, the big one this month, is the debut of Disney Pixar's Soul, which was supposed to be their summer release, uh, which was delayed and then decided to be released on Disney+. Plus. Any of those you're looking forward to? Um, not particularly. I wasn't listening that much. I don't think much. you were listening to Soul. No. You're looking forward to Soul. You enjoy a good Pixar movie. I do, yep. That's true. Uh, we're going to move on to Universal News. The Hogwarts Express team is reminding guests that they are under surveillance. Yes. As you board your cabin on Hogwarts Express, uh, cast members are reminding you that you are, even though you're a private group, uh, you are under surveillance inside your cabin because they do close the doors. It used to be shared seating where they would fit up to six people per cabin. Um, and they don't want guests having any private time. Uh, so they are showing a security photo in order to enforce the point. It looks like there is a camera overhead. So they are watching what you are doing. And I don't think you would like a lifetime ban from Universal. How long is this ride? 
Uh, it's the ride between parks. I know. How long is this ride? Oh, not long enough for me. Right? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, both parks at Universal reached uh, capacity for the third time this week. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that it is Thanksgiving. Uh, but they did reach capacity on uh, Saturday by noon. Um, during this period when they reached capacity, the parking garages closed to additional guests, but guests staying at Universal Orlando Resort Hotels and guests with single-day dated tickets may still access the parks. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, Universal has now added plexiglass dividers at the loading platform on Men in Black. Yeah, it's kind of funny that they have put these dividers on the loading platform as you're getting onto the Men in Black, but the Men in Black ride vehicles has two rows of four and there's no plexiglass divider once you're on the ride vehicle. Mm, but you're back to back, right? No, you're you're sitting on top of them. So it's a stadium seating essentially. Oh. So the back okay. row is elevated above. So I think the front row is is uh, fine, but if the back row coughs. Well, but it depends are they how they're loading um, parties. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're four people together, do they do you in the stadium seating like that? But if you're only two, do they only fill one of the rows? It's a good question. So, all right. Um, and then a, a topic near and dear to my heart, um, ice cream. At Universal Studios, they have um, discontinued the Ben & Jerry's, so that little shop has closed. But instead, they are now serving haagen at Schwab's Pharmacy. Right. Well, uh, Schwab's Pharmacy was a location that served Ben and Jerry's ice oh, cream. Oh, okay. And there were also other Ben and Jerry's locations across the property. So okay. it's not just Universal Studios. It's actually all of Universal. So both Islands of Adventure, Universal Studios, and I believe uh, CityWalk. Uh, their contract with Ben and Jerry's has ended and Ben and Jerry's ice cream is not being served on property anymore. Uh, so Schwab's Pharmacy is a recreation of uh, Los Angeles Pharmacy. Um, where With like the soda fountain, kind of a soda fountain, but stars were discovered. You know, people have been discovered sitting at the ice cream counter at Schwab's, right. the soda counter. Um, and this is across from the Bourne Stunt Spectacular uh, show building in the park's Hollywood area. So, uh, rest in peace, Ben and Jerry's. We're going to miss you. Very important question for you. I prefer Ben and Jerry's. Mm, I prefer Hagen Dazs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Hagen is my favorite. What what uh, what are they supposed to be? Dutch. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, Hagendas. It's funny that they gave him this very foreign-sounding name, but I believe it was created in New Jersey. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just like Hagendas goes with um, more of the smooth, less chunky, less full of various flavors than um, Ben and Jerry's. Now, I will not turn either one down, mm-hmm. but choosing between the two, I'm going to go with Hagendas. I did. I, you know, I learned something about you every day. I had Hagen Dazs today. Did you really? I did. I had the peppermint bark. Was it good? It was delicious. All it was right. very pepperminty, though. If you're not like 100% into peppermint, really bad choice. Lots for of ice peppermint, cream. no, yes. not much bark. Right, exactly. Excellent. Well, that's a good point to end the show. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.